Welcome to Mandemic Mondays, the only podcast hosted by best friends who have nothing in common except their name. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. And every week, we're reviewing the latest release on Netflix and letting you guys know in our fashion what's keeping us interested and alive and entertained during this crazy time that we like to call... The Mandemic. The Mandemic. (laughs) (laughs) We never get it together anyway. I don't want (laughs) to. Happy Easter. How you doing, Mand? Oh, thanks for wishing me Happy Easter. You know, it was a funny holiday to explain to my kids because I was like, well, there was this whole organization where they believed in Jesus and there's there are Christians that do that, but that doesn't really have anything to do with the Easter Bunny. But that is what Easter is from. And, I, and then I couldn't tell them where the Easter Bunny came from. And it was it was a lot. How was your Easter? Why are you spending time with your kids? <laughs> Sounds Just awful. Just the smart one. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I ignore the other one. (laughs) I have been dying to talk to you, my friend. Oh, I can't wait to hear. I love hearing that. About this movie we watched on Netflix this week (laughs) called Concrete Concrete Piece of Crap. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. I am not surprised. I knew deep in my heart of Texas that you would hate this movie. I I wasn't sure before watching it, but then while watching it, I was positive that you would hate it. I made a little voodoo doll of you, and I was beating it within an inch of its little life during the movie. Yeah, I get it. But but so we can talk about specifically what you hated about it, because besides everything. everything. Yeah, besides everything. End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything and you for choosing it. Well, I get it. Yeah. Well, if it if it helps you at all, I, I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. I don't see how anybody could have. Oh, no, my sister loved it. Wow. Yeah, my sister watched it with me and she loved it. Wow. And I I just I was I was a little sleepy and there were lots of like long pans across faces and music playing that really was I found it very hypnotic so I was actually having a hard time staying awake um but we should tell people what the movie's about right we absolutely should yes so Hit it. so concrete cowboy is this movie on Netflix it's based on a book uh called ghetto cowboy it's an entirely fictional story but it is based on a real group of people so uh the Fletcher's Street Riding Club, I think is what they're called. They are a fascinating group of people um, in North Philadelphia. It's a black community. They have horses and stables and they go into the community and like black youth have horseback riding clubs and like it's a place for the kids to go and the horses are therapeutic and it's an incredible real life thing. Cowboys in the middle of the city and Oh, but anyway, but the movie, anyway, is a fictional story that's based in that setting. And it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, I thought it was a good story. Oh, and I, but it's I, the same story as A Week Away. <laughs> the church it? camp musical. Oh. A troubled youth <laughs> goes to find some inspiration and positivity and... In nature? They, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is kind of the, a similar, but far less singing. A lot less. Uh, it needed something. <laughs> it has Idris Elba, though. Idris Elba on a horse. I mean, I'm sorry. You show me him on a horse and I will watch that all day. Like, I, I, that's very hot for me. That's even, I understand. That trumps the teenage boy attraction that we share. It's Idris I, yeah. Elba on a horse. Like Brad Pitt on a horse. Equal. I, okay. If I see it, I want it. 
I know you love him. I was just so bored and so resentful of this movie that I, I couldn't I couldn't even appreciate him. I will say it starred as the troubled young man, Caleb McLaughlin. Yep. Who I had to look him up because he was very, very good. Yeah. And he's then wonderful. it hit me. Stranger Things. He's Lucas from Stranger Things. Oh, he was amazing in this movie. Oh, he is incredible. I, I don't watch Stranger Things. Oh, but it's really? Too, it's too scary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm talking about Winona Ryder's acting, not not this, the actual TV yeah, show. She's pretty inconsistent. But <laughs> back to this steaming pile of crap. OK. Yeah. So it was a directorial debut for a man named Ricky Staub. Mm-hmm. Ricky Staub and Dan Walser wrote this. And mm-hmm. it was, I felt very conflicted that two white guys wrote it and a white guy directed it. And it was all about this black community. And I didn't know. Uh, Lee you know, Daniels pro- produced it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was white guys? Supposed- mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. And you're supposed to write what you know. And so I just, I, I, I it's funny. hated the movie so much I didn't care who directed it, but... <laughs> It's funny because I pitched a movie with a young black female lead at Netflix and they told me that I couldn't write and direct that movie because I was white. So it's interesting that Netflix is not only racist, they're also sexist. Yeah, you're white. Sorry, Netflix. (laughs) Just this week. (laughs) Oh, just during like from like November to March ish. I'm white. And then the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's I did not know that. That's an interesting fact. Yeah, I'm surprised I, to hear it. And the language was so rough. And as yeah. we learned, not only in, in this podcast, but on Satmat, like I can't handle profanity that much profanity. What? what? And you? Come on. Yeah, it, it it was a disturbing <laughs> amount of profanity and the N word and motherfucker this motherfucker that. And I just it makes me so uncomfortable. It would make me uncomfortable if the white kids at Week Away were doing it, but these were black people doing it. So it didn't bother me as much because I just assumed that that was like, I assumed if that was a problem, black actors would be like, you can't have us saying this like this all the time. Right. No, I assume it wasn't a problem. It's just not my right. comfort level. I And and I I don't you mind wanna... a swear now and then, but... Yeah. Oh, this was... You couldn't. You would never have maintained a friendship with me if you did. True. You know what's interesting? I can't stand movies where people smoke pot. Oh, really? I'm like, I'm like a Nancy Reagan, just say no. It's not that I'm judging them for smoking pot. I'm just so bored. Mm-hmm. Stoned people bore the crap out of me. And I know they're not actually stoned, but I feel like when you're writing dialogue and scenes for people sitting around getting drunk and high, I'm like, Ugh, yawn. I actually hate that more than anything in a movie. So that really bummed me out. But one of my favorite moments in the movie was actually during the time that they're all sitting around and getting drunk and high. It's that brilliant actress. I loved her. Lorraine Toussaint. Was mm-hmm. that how you say her name? Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved her face. I loved her character. One of the things my sister pointed out in the movie was like the scene where she's in front of her house and she's draped over this white horse. It's in the middle of this urban area and she's this beautiful black woman draped over a white horse and it's just part of their scene. Like Mm -hmm. it was the coolest thing. But she says this really great thing about the love of horses and how black people know that. Did you? Did you? um, You're looking funny. Did you point out the exact same quote? This is at 37 minutes. If Pete wants to put in a clip. That's so funny. 
tell him this. I got to pee. Peepees <laughs> <laughs> believe that breaking a horse meant crushing the will of the animal, dominating, making them believe that the only way it was going to survive was to submit, right? Now, black folks, we knew that a horse wasn't meant to be dominated. A horse was meant to be free. Uh -huh. yeah. right. mm -hmm. Only way you can realize its true spirit, its nature, through love. Real rap right there, you feel that? Become one. So you loved that same moment. No, I, I wrote that it was one of the worst scenes of exposition I've ever seen in a movie. Oh my God, it was my favorite moment of the movie. Like the whole point of the movie. And it rang like everybody was like, mount up. This is the big Oscar speech right here. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell this story. And it's no. going to... Oh, it was Not at all. It wasn't presented like that at all. It was like something she sort of slipped out of her mouth while she was half stoned. I, I didn't think it was presented like that at all. Oh, my God. That's so funny. We had different... I think we're ta talking about the same scene. Yeah. I just wrote exposition. Ah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> and I thought it was this lyrical, beautiful thing about animals and horses and how all they really need is love and how humanity needs love. And if that was offered instead of trying to tame someone or keep, you know, keep them oppressed like that we keep animals oppressed. I think the relationships between them and their horses were so interesting and life-saving and like so interesting. My my one disappointment was that I wanted to see more of the real story and the real people. Like I was so fascinated by their work and I got bummed out by all the drugs. You know, I don't like drugs. Jer said at the end of the movie that it just would have been a great documentary because yeah. they actually used real Fletcher Street Riders in the movie with mm -hmm. significant roles, by the way. Not oh, yeah. just like, oh, we're going to throw you a line. And they had real parts and yeah. they were really good. They were so Very good. Very authentic and, oh, my God. and powerful. They were really good actors. All the acting was great in this movie. Yeah. But I agree. At the end of the movie, they show them being interviewed. And that was more compelling over mm -hmm. the credits. The last 60 seconds over the credits yeah. was my favorite part. And... I just, I think forcing this story of this kid, we never really got to know or care about anybody, I think. The kid was, yeah, you know, making terrible choices and the father seemed to make terrible choices and everybody was mad at everybody. And I, that's true. I, for so the I first, for have the first a connecting part of the movie, character. definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think you're right. I think the way that it was done was very chaotic and it was hard to latch on to one thing. Um, mm -hmm. And part of the moments that were meant to make you feel something were presented like, this one's going to make you feel something. That's true. So that's true. Yeah. But the story overall, like that smush, you know, this this drug dealer, another great actor, Jarrell Jerome from the, um, oh, the Ava DuVernay thing that was so amazing. Central Park oh, Five. When the, they when they see us. When when they see us. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. But his story about being a kid who like he was at the stables and then he's a drug dealer and they're not supposed to get involved with him. And then uh and then there's he the the kid the other kid finds his boots and is like, What do, what do you have these boots? And he's like, I'm a drug dealer only so I can make money and um, buy a ranch and maybe flip a ranch. You know what I mean? I just didn't care. I didn't like Smush. I didn't care. I don't, I can't but Smush get died. on board. You're supposed to feel didn't some. care. Oh, didn't care. <laughs> didn't You're care. You're a monster. I, I get it. 
I'm, I, perhaps I'm a monster. It just was, I didn't, I can watch a movie about a culture that has nothing to do with me and I can get really in, engaged in it and moved by it. So that wasn't it. It was, yeah. I just thought this was a boring, bad movie. The whole movie just looked like it smelled. Like there was sweat, there was horse dung, there was smoke, tons of smoke, there was body odor. Like I was uncomfortable with how the movie smelled. <gasps> oh my God, that's hilarious. Or maybe that was just me. I don't know. Where not sure. had Jared right taken before. a shower? I was going to say, what <laughs> yeah. was Jared wearing? A new cologne or something? Or <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Dung by Calvin Klein. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's a good one. And it was on sale last Christmas. So <laughs> it must have been. I bought it for him. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I love horses though. Like I would have liked actually more horses, but I see what you mean about the look being a little dark and dirty. I kind of wanted more of what I think the movie was ultimately trying to say, which is that this connection to nature and this connection to something wild and living and beautiful is something that can rescue people from their lives Mm -hmm. and, and enhance their lives. And it was, I would have loved more of those money shots of the horses, I got to say. But did it? Enhance their lives. They were all living very poor lives yeah. with a dead horse yeah. in, that they didn't know what to do with. Uh, they they were all struggling and no. addicted or t- into drugs. And... Yeah, they would have been struggling and addicted to drugs without the horses. But, that's a consequence of society and where they live. And like, that's a society, that's a consequence of their life. I don't think that has anything to do with the fact that I'm not horses, blaming the horses, but you just said the horses like made their lives it was their so identity. much better. Like, this is the other thing too. You know, I'm a cowboy girl. This is the difference, right? Like, I, I this is a culture that I grew up with that I adore. I love horse shit. I deliver it consistently. <laughs> I am full of full it. Full disclosure, <laughs> you were kicked in the head by a horse when I you were young. I was kicked in the head by a horse, yes. So Explains your opinions, a lot. yeah. Yeah. But I love, so I, yes, I have a visceral, like, love of horses. They make my life better. So I understand what they're talking about. Like, it does, I can tell you it does make their life better. It, if this movie had been about cheese... Because <laughs> that's how I love cheese. Cheese cowboys. And it makes my life better. Yeah. Here's, here's the other thing. How would you feel if you saw a group of people that you never imagined liked cheese all of a sudden enjoying cheese? Like, I did not know there were black cowboys. That is not a thing ever in Texas where I grew up or in South Dakota where I grew up. No black cowboys. And the fact that they're like, we're all black cowboys. We've been whitewashed from history. I was like, holy right. crap, that's true. Like, and wh- certainly not in films, grow- I mean, with all the Westerns ever made, you know. Right, no. There's uh, I mean, Cleveland you, Little and Blazing Saddles. And can you imagine it. if you like unearthed a, a film about, like where Paulina Porskova is like eating cheese in a closet, like enjoying some, you know. What the hell made you think of Paulina Porskova? <laughs> well, she, wasn't she a supermodel? I was yes. trying to think of the uh, most unlikely cheese eater. And plus, it's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> not for recording, not for our popper stoppers. <laughs> Paulina okay. Poroskova. All right, well, I, knew, I knew you would hate it. At least I feel like I know you well enough to know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's okay. I, I liked it. My sister loved it more than me, which I thought was really interesting because she's fancy, not a camper, not even a horse girl. She she got bucked off a horse when we were like when she was like 13 and like it broke her jaw. So, you, ah. yeah, you'd be I, mean, I don't know why she was like horses. Yay. But she really loved 
I can almost quote her. She loved that there that these people had this connection to nature and animals in the middle of this hard urban environment that was not and and it made her sad at the end that they were going to take it away from them. I like everything you were saying. I just don't think this movie was that for yeah. me. Yeah. I didn't get those things from this movie. Yeah. Um I think you're right. I did get uh a direct quote from Ron Burgundy in this movie. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. At what? one hour twenty-six minutes and fifteen seconds, <laughs> the smush says to whatever the kid's name was. Head on a swivel. And I thought that's hilarious because that's what Ron Burgundy says about the big fight in the first movie. So Whoa. That was my favorite part, quoting Ron Burgundy. <laughs> So but it was a, a white guy who wrote it and directed it. Dumbass thing now to we say. Know. Yep. Keep your head on a swivel. And he said it like so intensely in the car. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> there were a few, as a filmmaker, I was wondering what you were thinking. There were a few really strange, herky-jerky GoPro shots oh. of somebody running. And yeah. everything looked like that movie Naked Gun where you're on the police car. And it's it was really cheesy. Yeah. And the well, rest of the movie was shot well and a lot of stillness and a lot of oh. grainy long shots a lot and then of all of a sudden we were we were in a gopro yeah. hmm. like on a youtube video by well, a gamer it was but that bizarre. was during the chase scene right there were several times it happened yeah i think that's that's a that's a director going this is chaotic we should have the visuals be chaotic as well which is a mm. logical choice for for filmmaking but there's also the thing of like if the audience is knowing noticing the camera work like that, yeah. you're, you're not doing your job. I mean, it you felt cheap. It felt like, whoopsies, we don't have the budget to make this look good. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting. Like, obviously, we're experts in cinema, you yes, know. Yes. So, of course, we're going to have discriminating opinions about these things because of our expert status. Um, mm-hmm. But when we get swept away in something, we don't notice the lighting and the camera work and the right. We don't notice that as much or the exposition. If we're swept you away, right. you forgive so much. Of course. Except that choreography in a week away. I will never forgive them for that. The one scene. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, so I, I think that you're right. Maybe this wasn't a get swept away movie for you and I. But mm-hmm. like I said, my sis loved it. So, All right. Yeah. Should we? Well, there was one more thing that it was the it was a climactic moment in the movie when the horse that has bonded with the boy goes crazy. Yeah. And they they made it seem like this very intense dramatic thing yeah and it was the dumbest thing i've seen on screen they were all like <laughs> link arms link arms send the boy in to to hook the horse and and i actually said to jer i'm like this poor horse is getting a bad rap like they're <laughs> setting off firecrackers or something to spook the horse right yeah well and yeah that would be a very sweet horse in real life well, of course, it would be a trained horse. They're not really going to have a wild stallion on the thing. Right. But yeah. such a good actor, such a dick in this movie, <laughs> especially in this scene. But like a 10 minute sequence of him climbing on a horse with yeah. everybody holding hands around him, making a human wall. It was so dumb. Did I mean, were you moved by that scene? Well, yes, because it's an interesting, you know, the the way you control horses with your energy and... But I will say this, I, I, the way the horse was shot, it didn't, I didn't get the sense that he was that wild and crazy. He was just sort of 
bucking and rearing, which horses do when they're playing. And that was a tough thing. Like, but then, you know, like a movie like The Black Stallion, that horse is wild and scary. So somehow they managed to, like, I didn't, for the sell of this horse is dangerous wasn't as legit to me. Even yeah. though all the stuff was right, the like, oh my God, he's on the baseball field and then call into the baseball players like, yeah, hey, I'll get back. And like, it it yeah. should have been, it should have been there. Maybe, maybe they just and, took too long. Like maybe they tried to, sh- to shoot too much. And so the horse looked too, they used shots where the horse just looked like he was sort of bucking because somebody said buck. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. And yeah. I control horses with money. Oh, you do? I do. I thought that was hookers. Horses too? Yeah. It's all of it. Yeah. It's my family. It's (laughs) my friends. You have a, you have a quite a bit of control then, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) How are you getting paid more than me for this? Be honest. Yes. Yes. Damn it. God, I knew it. I knew it. So my overall impression before I know, I know you want to rate it. uh, But my (laughs) overall impression was I was nervous to do this podcast. Um, because this feels like a movie you have to say you like. <laughs> and yep. I was tempted to come in and be like, it was really interesting and beautifully yeah. shot and like pretend I didn't hate it. Right. But I can't, I'm. No, I, you don't have I to can't. lie. I never want you to lie. I can't lie to the people. I can't lie to you. No. Uh, well, no, that's not true. I've caught you in like two lies in previous episodes. I keep track. Oh. Yeah. I'd like to see that spreadsheet. Oh, it's on the web. Uh, it's on our website. Okay. Yeah, it's for, for the Secret Club listeners. <laughs> oh. The ones who contribute a little to my salary every month, they get the, the whole, the, all the dirt on everything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someday we'll really have that Secret Club. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, it felt like Oscar Beatty, like it was trying so hard to be. It yeah. came from, I guess, Toronto, right? The film festival. So I wonder if this is a movie that will end up getting good reviews and good word of mouth it's number three in the u.s today on netflix Netflix. Mm -hmm. yeah like when we watched it like it came out on friday and now it's like number three so it's like well your sister is a very powerful influencer she is (laughs) well she (laughs) tweeted and it just went it went nuts you know yeah i just i was trying to think of other movies like i know i've sat through movies that everybody loves oh and then i feel guilty that i you know i'm like how do i say i didn't get it or like it or oh a hundred percent that happens to me all the time can you think of one i'm trying to think well pressure well remember i slept through doubt and of course that was such an important movie yeah and that's come up for us before Uh, minari and uh, a lot of seen it oh oh the, well, actually, and a lot of the movies, a lot of the movies I hated. I didn't like Mank. I, Minari, I, I actually did it. like the most out of anything. But like okay. Nomadland, like there was not a movie that I was like, oh, my God, this movie. I, right. I loved all of them, but I feel like they're important and I should love them. But right. I don't. Right. 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 The Billie Holiday movie. I couldn't. I did not like it. all. Oh, I couldn't sit through it again because oh of the MRFers and the language that it was the language that got you on that one. Uh, yeah. Plus, I didn't care. Oh, I'm not into God. biopics. Although I did That's get a, a whole separate episode. I have a new actor crush. Tyler James Williams who plays like her he has a tiny little part he plays like her saxophone player or whatever and he played um chris on everybody loves chris that tv show oh yeah yeah yeah. oh he's such a good actor i did recognize him oh Oh, interesting i love him he's so funny and Um, and good uh, my thing was uh recently we watched for my book club we watched terms of endearment oh 
And I had never seen it. And you didn't love it? I didn't love it. And huh. and I had that sense of like, how can I say this? How can I admit this? You can't. To you, I hope you didn't. I know. Not in public. With my book club full of gay men who are furious at me. But... <gasps> How, yeah, yeah, how do you I not love, love term? What what didn't? Why don't you love terms of endearment? It's like it's like a it stabs you in the heart repeatedly. Well, okay, I cried, but I knew the story and I knew the big emotional scenes. Like, oh. uh, you know, I've quoted that movie. I just had never watched it. Oh, but that's interesting. Um, but I, Jack Nicholson made my skin crawl. He was so rapey and creepy, and oh, um, well, and it was so dated. And I had so many questions. There were so many plot holes and weird yeah. things we were supposed to know who all those men circling around Shirley MacLaine were. We were just supposed to know who they all were. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, well, I I have two questions. First of all, you have to tell me how what quote from Terms of Endearment that if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know one Terms of Endearment quote, and especially not if you haven't seen the movie. Well, when she when Shirley goes nuts in the hospital, that her, give her daughter the drugs, give her Give her. You said you would give them. Give her the drugs. And oh. anytime I've been in the hospital with a family member, I've <laughs> you've yelled, you've screamed, recreated that. Scene. Give her the drugs. Yeah. Okay, that's good. And here's my second point. Post Me Too, mm-hmm. it's so different. Yeah. Like, right? Like men yeah. seeming attractive or cool, like the shit that men can get away with, is super different. Like Clue, we watched Clue, that adorable kids mm-hmm. movie. Not mm-hmm. adorable. Like no, there's half a lot of the of jokes are about stuff, like yeah. boobs and yeah. oh my god, she has boobs and men groping women and being inappropriate, like crazy. Yes, it's but totally didn't different. She have now. boobs? Did she or did she not have boobs? <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren, va voom, hubba hubba. Yeah, I I seem to recall that she had boobs, but I'll have to go back and watch. Are you ready to rate this movie? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I have a How sophisticated jobs. I have a sophisticated rating system for this movie. I hear you what you're saying about you didn't think it was an amazing movie, but it was an important movie. So I'm going to do a double whammy, a double job. Ready? A double man job. So here's the thing. I'm going to give it three man jobs for how it was directed and done, but I'm giving it four for the story and the fact that it was made. Because I think that even seeing black cowboys changed my life forever. And it's important enough I'm willing to sit through a movie that's three man jobs to get the four man jobs of its social impact. Thank you. In America, we would say 3.5 man jobs. Nope. And there's no nope. need for a double rating. Nope. I, I love a double rating and I, I'm allowed to give two. I'm allowed to give two. I can send you <laughs> movies about black cowboys. What? I'm sure. I'm sure in the adult world, there are some. I'll Where? find some. No. In the adult world. Well, there's the one guy from Blazing Saddles. I'm saying in the adult world, porn, Mandy, porn. Oh, oh, you know I can't watch that. It's like watching car accidents. I can't watch it. I can't. I run screaming from the room. I'm a big baby. I can't watch porn. I was thinking about what the opposite of a man's job is, and I think I'm going to give this movie two blue balls. (laughs) What? Two blue? It doesn't even make a man job? It doesn't even get on the man job scale. You are not even a little woke, like not even a, you're not even willing to be a little woke, like one man no. job. OK, all no. right. Blue balls. It is. Thank you. Blue balls. It is. I like it. Yeah. Wait a yes. And Fabian, <laughs> I can't hold you down. You're a force of nature. I'm like Boo, the wild horse. You are. Let me <laughs> let me get my human fence. Oh, this is going to be pretty. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
we got to wrap this up because you know my bedtime is like 8.15. I know. <laughs> you poor thing. Well, it's... How do you get through it? It's causing some strife in my marriage because... More strife in yes, your marriage? Yes. Oh, God. Jer wants to stay up and watch stuff. And I'm like, oh. I got... Peace out. I can't stay up past 8.15. So well, he, to be fair, you wake up at like 2. I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he watched this series on Netflix called Behind Her Eyes. And I said... Oh. I can't stay up to watch it. I'm going to listen to the book on audible.com. Oh, you are so, you're the smartest and I'm the prettiest. I'm a problem solver. You Aww. are. Yeah. So I am thoroughly enjoying. It's read by two incredible British actresses who have the most soothing, exciting voices. And oh. uh, it's, I love Audible because yeah. I listen to it in the car. I listen yep. to it running errands. I listen to it yep. on my walks that I started yep. to in the morning these days. So, <laughs> yep. And Love it. you can listen to a thriller like Behind Her Eyes. No spoilers. Didn't even or, know it was a book. It, it, yeah, it's a bestseller, I guess. And you can listen yep. to novels, self-help, nonfiction, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all this amazing original content. Yeah, if you go anything to, you want. Yeah, if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash mandemic, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get a free trial. You're going to pick a book that you get to keep whether or not you continue your relationship with Audible. No money exchanges hands. No, it's not like right. how I pay horses. Right. <laughs> You're so good with them. I really am. So everyone should go to audibletrial.com slash mandemic. Try yep. it out. You won't go back. Right? I mean, now you can't nope. stop. They have no. everything on this they site. They have every single book and great comedy things and original content. Like, it's it's such a feast for your ears and it's a one-stop shop and you'll never go back. Exactly. And then my marriage will be saved when I finish and I can talk about Behind Her Eyes with Jeremy. I don't know about that. I give you guys a couple months. That hurts. What else you into? Oh, you're going to be so mad when you hear what is making my life better. I assume so. Because you don't like it when I'm happy, first of all. Um, but second True of all, story. And this, is, this is legit. So I have been taking online... Your clothes off right now, <laughs> taking her, her sweater off as, as she's doing this. I'm getting excited about those blue balls. Mm. Uh, no, I've been taking online piano classes that I'm enjoying like crazy. Uh, by this wonderful teacher, piano teacher named Catherine Lounsbury. Um, and her website is www.thatpianogirlcat.com. And she is hilarious and she's a great teacher and she always picks the best songs to teach. And like, I started it over Christmas and I learned like Silent Night and Silver Barrels, Bells Boom, like one sitting. She's incredible. And... That is the thing that is like, I love it. I love it so Why much. Why would I, I hate you for that? Why would well, I hate that? And be, I signed up for my first one on Friday. Oh my God, amazing. I can't believe we're into the same thing. No, I thought you'd... you'd I, first of all, I want to say that was not a paid advertisement. She really is great. But but full disclosure, why I thought you would hate me, that what they don't know is that she's a friend of ours. So now yeah. clearly I'm a better friend for Because you for took the classes before. I yeah. took the classes before, yeah. So mm -hmm. the fact that I moved up in her esteem maybe would yes. make you hate me 
you know, because I know that her opinion, like you worship that girl. And who I wouldn't? do. She's a I goddess. Do. Yeah. I'm madly in love. And I'm so excited to take a class finally. Oh, it's so much fun. She's so good. Yay. Yeah. I mean, it's so my face initially when you were like, I'm taking online piano classes because what I have been doing to stay sane is taking online dance classes. Oh. So if you can picture this, if we can set the scene, maybe get some Why sexy R&B going, Pete. I feel like you should take us an off-the-shoulder sweatshirt off. You know what I mean? I don't have anything underneath, but oh. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make for a different podcast. You know I can't watch porn. No, leave your I clothes know, on. I know, baby girl. <laughs> so in my kitchen, yeah, I push aside. I have a little uh, island and Hot. I roll it. Oh, yeah. And then I yeah. put my computer up. So I have my own little dance studio in my kitchen. Oh, yeah. And I discovered this online dance studio. I mean, they're a real dance studio when it's not pandemic times called Euphoria. U-F-O-R-I-A. Uh-huh. Euphoria Dance Studios. They're out of San Francisco. That's misspelled, but OK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very Will Shorts crossword puzzly. And, um, <laughs> and I have been doing this since maybe month three of the pandemic. They offer like hip hop and and it's mostly hip hop. And I used to dance. I mean, my whole life I danced and then I yeah. haven't really, you know, taken classes as an adult all that much. So to discover a way to, a reason to wear my split sole shoes, where my dancers out there Ooh. and to like, and to break a sweat in yep. my kitchen. You break a sweat? I do. Well, I don't because I don't sweat. I glow. Okay. Now, here's my problem. It, it all ties in with Concrete Cowboy. So they're oh. like, oh, this class, we're going to do this routine to this song, right? And I'm like into the choreography. And then they're like, let's press play on the music. And the music comes on and it's like, bitches be what? Bitches suck my dick. <laughs> bitches and hoes. And I lose my mind. Oh, you hate the word bitches. You hate I it. I hate that word. And yeah. all the songs that they use, it's like... <laughs> When I think hip hop, I'm like, oh, like TLC, because I'm so old. Push and, it real and, good. Right. Well, that's salt and pepper. But that's what I, I think of because I'm so old and white. But they're using actual current hip hop. So there was one routine that I had to stop because the lyrics to the song were like, I'm going to lick it. I'm going to suck it. I'm gonna, and I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't. Not oh to my mention God. my kids home, you know, and here I am yeah. in the kitchen, like doing very raunchy moves to disgustipating songs. So I love Euphoria Studios. This is a shout out to them. Uh, they are not my friend. This is like, <laughs> they, uh, they they will be after this, obviously. I but I it. have found I have a renewed love of dancing, which is great that you're playing piano. I'm dancing. That's We're taking awesome. it on the road, Fabian. I love it. I'm probably not going to dance because I'm lazy, but you have inspired me to write a hip-hop song. And play it on the piano <laughs> while I dance. Whilst I dance. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing it for you, maybe with bleeps. I love it. Beep, beep, beep. Get my beep in your beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I wish people could see our... We got to start live streaming because I'm really oh, grooving, yeah. moving and grooving. <laughs> so if people want to suggest lyrics or titles for your hip hop song, oh, where do they reach you? please do. Yes. Come to at MandyFab1 on Twitter and at MandyFab on Instagram. I'm available both those places. And if anybody wants to reach me for any reason to tell me how much they hated this movie. It's at Mandy <laughs> underscore Kaplan underscore underscore Clavens. 
on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I am giddy about next week's movie, and you probably don't oh. even know what it is. Are you? Do you? Well, no, I do know it's Thunder Force, right? Ooh, Thunder oh, Force. God damn it. And it wasn't until today that I was like, is that Melissa McCarthy? Mm. Are you effing joking me, With bitches? Oct- <laughs> wow. I had to do it. Come on, I had to That's do like it. our breakup right there. Um, uh, with again? Octavia Spencer. Baby, you know I don't break up with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, we'll I go away it. on a little vacation. It'll be great. Yeah, we'll go to Vegas. We'll yeah. gamble and, yeah, blue uh, a little. Yes, a, a very uh, outlandish comedy in which Melissa McCarthy gets superpowers because Octavia Spencer uh, injects uh, them into her accidentally. And I can't wait. Can't wait. I adore these ladies and yeah. I adore this brand of comedy. Bobby Cannavale I think I saw. Ooh, oh, love him. Jesus Christ, I love him. Cheese and rice. So oh, great. Great. That'll be We're, the movie we talk about next we'll, week. We'll be like yeah, what's that? There's a, uh, there's a space term. Like what's the thing that you, you talk about speed through space? The jiggerwatt? Warp speed. The juggernaut? Warp speed, yeah. Oh, wow. God, can you believe Jesus, that I knew a did space you become reference? a scientist overnight? How did that happen? Nanu, nanu. <laughs> nice. Okay, now we're back. Live, now live we're long back. and prosper. Okay. Yeah, now I recognize you. Okay. Uh, great. Looking I'll forward to it. see you next week. See you next week. Love you. I love you. 